tell you what, Walter, I am so excited to spend this time with you. Walter Bond, welcome to The Burn. Hey, hey Ben, thank you, man. It is my honor. And um, we actually just celebrated 20 years. Just got back from Napa with the team celebrating. Uh, so we just crossed the threshold of two decades of motivation. Unbelievable. Well, congratulations to you and your team. It's one of the things that I admire about your work is that I know coming from the world of athletics in a career where many people see, oh, well, there's Walter on the stage. You have made a conscious choice to remember that great things are done with teams. So let's maybe call a quick, um, I'm going to take out the clipboard. I'm going to change the play. Let's maybe start there. How important has it been in a career where many people will just they'll highlight you, you're the Hall of Famer, uh, for you to really lean on a great team to impact so many people over 20 years? You know, Ben, great, great point. You know, I, I've been playing sports since I was eight. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm still on a team, right? You know, my wife is my business partner. Uh, that's my biggest teammate. Uh, we have a whole video crew uh, that just left my house a second ago. Uh, we have graphic artists, we have web designers, we have uh, copywriters, we have booking agents. I mean, we have a whole operation. And, you know, a lot of times people just see Walter Bond and they just think it's me and it's not. I mean, I can make the argument that my wife works as hard as I do, if not harder. So one, one benefit of sports is that, you know, you, you understand team, you know, success is a team sport. And I've always understood that I, I'm not very good by myself, but if you get me on a good team, you know, the, the, the goal of a team is for everyone's equity to, to increase. And so uh, that, that's the benefit of being on a winning team or even a championship team. You look at pro sports, a lot of guys have longer careers, probably longer than they should have. But if they want a ring, you know, they get to hang around a couple, three, four, sometimes five years because they have that championship medal and they know what it takes to win big. So for me and my business, honestly, um, I'm just a piece of this puzzle. If you came to one of our business meetings, I typically don't even do most of the talking because uh, I completely understand I have a gift, but my gift is a part of the team, but it's not the team by itself. So I, I love that this is the direction this has gone because I've found that conversations that I have with teams all the time. We always talk about how if you want your individual success, if you want your peace of mind, we must learn to operate within a team. And one of the things I love about you, so you just talked about your team. So now everybody knows Walter's belief in team. When you step onto a stage, that stage brings you to life, Walter. There's that big smile. That's that. The Hall of Fame is just because of that smile. It's not the speaking, it's because that big smile and your energy. So you come to life when you're on the stage. And I think a lot of that comes from the peace of mind. Team's taking care of it, so let me be there for these people that I'm in front of. Where does that energy, where does that passion to really ignite others come from for you? Well, you know, being great question. You know, for me, when I do a keynote in front of 3,000, 5,000, you know, the biggest audiences that, that I've done is 25,000. That's game day, right? You know, and there's a lot that goes in before game day. But to me, when I actually get on stage and do a keynote, that's game day. In many cases, we've started talking to the client maybe a year or, or a year and a half in advance, and, and the keynote just happens to show up. But there's sound checks, there, there's pre-event phone calls, there's negotiations. Typically, it's about a year, year and a half process 
before I even get in front of a live audience. And for me, it's no different than sports. You know, you have your off season, you go to, to training camp, you get in great shape, but eventually it's game day, but your hope is to play in the championship, right? To make it all the way to the championship. So as far as I'm concerned, a keynote, a live keynote is game day. And there's a lot of other work uh, that goes into what we do before game day can <clears throat> happen. But I'm a performer. I love people. I love to perform. I love to inspire. I love to teach. I love to transform. And, and, and the truth is, just recently, I feel like I graduated. To be per perfectly mm -hmm. transparent, you know, for a long time, I inspired people. Now I want more. Now I'm hungry. And now it's not about inspiration. Right now, I want transformation. And mm. for me to go from inspiration to transformation, I had to grow. I had to improve. I had to dig a little deeper. I had to get smarter. I had to really understand that I had to demand more out of me. And a lot of times people get stuck, right? And so the one thing I love about sports, we had the off season. And the off seasons, when you don't work in your business, you work on your business. And one of the things that I recognize in the last couple of years, after you won the trophies, you know, after I got inducted into the Hall of Fame, now it's like, okay, now what? You know, what's the next level for me? And that's my confession. That's my next level transformation. So if you are insurance agent, how can I help transform your business? You know, if you are a, a vice president and you want to be, you know, a president one day, how can I transform your executive presence and position you to get to your next level? You know, to me, to play in the NBA, it, that's just a metaphor for getting to the next level. But whoever has a dream, I can help you get to that level, you know, whatever it is. You know, I don't care if it's a business. I don't care if it's a, a nonprofit. When you dream and have vision, we all, all have that next level. And so the NBA for me is nothing more than the metaphor of your dreams coming true. So let me take you back then. What everything you just said is the perfect segue to a young man in college who's a reserve He's not even starting. And you had to transform your own mindset. You had to go from belief that I'm a reserve to I have everything in me if I choose to take what God gives me to go and play and start in the NBA. So take us back. Were there fears? Were there doubts? Were there uncertainties? Or was it all belief? What was the mindset when you were a reserve? And what did you focus on? What drove you? to take it to an NBA level. You know, here's my message, Ben. You gotta dominate where you are. You know, before I before I could even get to college, I had to be the best player in my neighborhood, right? And then I had to be the best player on the south side of Chicago. Then I became one of the best players in Illinois. So I understand the process, right? And so whenever you get an opportunity, you gotta dominate where you are, right? And I first started speaking, I was in high schools, I was in middle schools, and I had to dominate those opportunities. And parents would be there and say, Man, my company needs to hear this. Oh my God, my boss, I'm just, my boss was here. And I would say, really? Your company were like this? And so we just kept graduating, right? We just kept graduating. And as I said earlier, we're graduating again from inspiration to transformation. And so, you know, anyone in business, you got to have a niche, but you got to own it. You got to own that niche. You know, once you own a niche, there's always another opportunity for you to go to that next level. I mean, there's some great motivational speakers out here. Tony Robbins, I mean, Zig Ziglar. There's Hall of Fame motivational speakers that are bigger than life. 
And that's who we shoot for now. That's who we're thinking about. You know, Les Brown called me recently and told me I'm doing a great job. I mean, that's like Michael Jordan calling me, right? And it was incredibly validating. And it really touched my heart that he took his time to validate me and said, Walter, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. And that's the beauty of this business. You got a bunch of good people. Uh, we don't compete against each other. I mean, that would defeat the whole notion of motivational speakers, you know, kind of hating on each other and competing. You know, our job is to help people, you know, to me, it's a purpose. And to answer your earlier question, this is what I've been designed to do. I mean, this is my purpose. My purpose is to help transform lives. But in order to do, to do that, I had to transform my own life, right? I had to fail, you know, I had to get stuck. I had to get frustrated. I needed to be coached. And so now that I've gone through these phases, I'm so humble that I'm just excited about the next phase of life because I want the same excitement that I've experienced to be available to anybody. And the truth is I'm an average guy, right? But I just have had great coaching and probably the one thing that I could get complimented on is just being coachable. And I wasn't always coachable, right? <laughs> you know, I can be a little stubborn. I can be a little arrogant. You know, sometimes I don't always listen because sometimes I thought I was smarter than everybody else, but I realized I wasn't, right? At the moment, I realized that, hey, man, these coaches know what they're doing. Hey, these coaches know what they're talking about. It was up to me to be coachable, right? And so now, when I meet a person who's a little stubborn, you know, who's a little arrogant, I like them because I'm like, hey, I can relate, man, because you're going to use that and you're going to need it later, but we got to get over this hump of your arrogance so you can get to where you need to be. And so, you know, when, when you've tried it your way and it doesn't work, and then you've been able to be humble and coachable and you can see someone else's process or someone else's system can work, it just gave me more confidence in creating processes and creating systems. And honestly, that's what we do. You know, we do a lot of work in franchising. And so one thing I learned about working with franchise groups, they all have a system and a process. McDonald's is a process. Jersey Mike subs, I sit on that corporate board. It's a process, right? And so any leader, any organization, any coach, you got to have a way. You know, Phil Jackson had a process. It was called the triangle offense. And he plugged in Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. And that man won championships with his process, his system. Right. He goes to LA. He doesn't take Scotty and Mike with him, but he plugs in Shaq and Kobe into his system, into his process, and they won. So the moral of the story is that we all need to have a coach. Uh, we all need to have a methodology or a process, but we also need to understand that transformation takes time. And if I could just preach that message around the world that you got to have a coach, you got to have a process, system, or methodology, and transformation takes time. Honestly, you can take an average person and they can have incredible results, but you can't violate that formula. I call it the recipe. You got to have a coach, you got to have a system, and transformation takes time. So one of the things that, that's inspiring me and I'm pulling from this conversation is a fundamental belief that I have for high performers, which is the highest performers are not seduced by success. And so I want to highlight a couple of things and maybe turn it back to you for a, a final point on your thoughts on this topic of no seduction of success. But I hope everybody's paying attention to what Walter's mentioned, right? To play in the NBA, to then go become a Hall of Fame motivational speaker, right? You're doing it at the highest level. And if you pay attention, they just crossed over 20 years. His excitement is not wavering. You can tell he's more excited about what the team is doing. 
And he said he's found the next level is to transform others, right? He feels like he grit. he's hungry for more. So it's not allowing your feelings of the great things from yesterday, what you think is going to happen tomorrow. It's taking that passion and energy one day at a time and not being seduced by success. I feel that from you, Walter, and it's very, very powerful because it's a belief that I have. So how have you found in your work have you found that th this to be a truth, that the highest performers, they're not seduced by success? They're always trying to figure out that next level? Well, you know, Ben, well said. And, and my truth is, I failed before, right? And so I understand what that feels like. And honestly, I'm afraid to fail. You know, I just did, I just did a podcast um, recently last week. And the question was, how do I help people, people deal with fear? I like fear. I think fear is good. I don't think fear is a bad thing, right? I put on my seatbelt because of fear. I don't drive drunk because of fear, right? I pay my taxes. I pay my mortgage. I pay my car notes out of fear. And to me, fear makes you do right. You know, fear Ooh. makes sure you don't take any chances. Fear makes sure you don't take any shortcuts. I'm afraid to fail. I mean, that's my reality. I I'm literally terrified to fail. I got big hopes. I got big dreams. And I know people listening, you have big hopes. You got big mm -hmm. dreams. And your fail, fear of failure is what should make you act right. That should make you read that book. You know, that should make you get up early. That should make you stay up late. That should make sure you're coachable because I couldn't have lived with myself if my dream didn't come true and I sabotaged me. Mm -hmm. And my truth is, Ben, I sabotaged me for a long time. And now I understand as long as I get out the way, it's going to work. Right? <laughs> and, and so what I'm doing now is really helping other people get out their own way. And I say it again, you know, and it, it takes a person to be coachable, honestly. Some people think that, you know, they don't want anyone to tell them what to do. It's not really about that. You know, I have a personal trainer now, right? Why? Because I need that accountability. You know, I need someone that can, can monitor what I'm eating and, you know, and make sure that I'm going to buy into the system and execute the system so I can get the result that I want. You know, why wouldn't I listen to my coach? Why wouldn't I want a coach? And the truth is, that's what we all need. You know, Rocky had Mickey in his corner. It had Mr. Miyagi, right? <laughs> we, we all need good coaches, good systems, and patience. So Walter, here, here, here's what I want to do. We're going to let you, because you said no layups, it's all dunks. So I, I'm going to say a couple notes here, and then I'm going to let you take this thing to the rack and finish it strong for us. Okay. So everybody, you, you understand how much I love these episodes of The Burn and spending this time together every single week. This has been a really powerful episode for me. I'm going to pull something out that Walter mentioned that's probably the biggest highlight for me from this from this conversation there is no competition you guys probably figured it out pretty early on walter and i do the exact same thing yet the beauty of this life it's a life of abundance we tend to worry about what this person's doing what that person's doing i hope that walter has the best and busiest 20th year and then an even better 21st year it's like i tell my mentor john gordon it's the Hall of Famers like you, Walter, that give me perspective that there's more that I can do so that I stay connected to my burn and I don't stop fighting. So I'm so appreciative of the example that you set for individuals like me who are 15 years in. So I hope that five-year gap you have this year 
take it even further, make it a 10-year gap, even though it's only a five-year gap, because that's what it's all about. It's how we can all come together to do great things. So for each and every single one of you, share this episode with somebody that needs to hear Walter's message, that needs to hear the message that when you get to the top, when you get to the Hall of Fame, don't stop, stay connected to your burn and keep driving for success. Walter, you're the Hall of Famer, so I'm going to let you finish this episode of The Burn. I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm giving you the assist to take this thing hard to the rack. I'd love for you to just share the final lesson for that individual who you mentioned using fear as a strength, but they're having trouble getting out of their own way. They're having trouble, even though they've listened to 100 plus episodes of The Burn, they're having trouble finding that deep-rooted passion. Walter, give them that, give them those words of encouragement so that they can take it to the rack and finish strong in their lives. Thank you so much for being here with us. And I, I can't finish this one. This is for you to finish. Well, Ben, that's called an alley-oop and I'll just, I'll just <laughs> knock it for you. Uh, the truth is the, the, the day you were born, you know, I'm not talking to Ben right now. I'm talking to you. The day you were born, the day the doctor smacked you on the butt, it was now your job to reach your potential. And you had people there feeding you, you had people there clothing you, you had people changing your diaper, you had people teaching you how to walk and eventually you began to run. And so that's the metaphor for life, right? It is your job to reach your potential, which means you have to create the right environment, the right support network. You have to have the right people around you so that you reach your potential. And so my biggest question is, are you still dreaming? Right? Do you still have that same dream you had when you were 10, 11, 12, 13 years old? Or did you get realistic? You know, I hear parents sometimes tell their kids, don't get your hopes up. You know, I don't want my kid to get their hopes up. Man, that's all we got is hope, right? That's what I live by, hope. And so I want you to keep dreaming. I want you to keep hoping. I want you to keep wishing, but I want you to understand it is your job to reach your potential. And I want you to make sure you gotta do whatever is necessary. See, sometimes you want something bad, but you're not willing to do what is necessary to get it. I wanted the NBA bad, right? And I got in my own way. Now listen to coaches, and I was willing to do what was necessary to make sure that I reached my potential in basketball. And so when I got into business, it was the same formula. I got around mentors, I got around coaches. We hired business coaches. My wife and I spent a lot of money helping ourselves develop as business people because we recognize if we reach our potential as business people, the money will follow, right? So my question is, do you really wanna reach your potential? And if you really wanna reach your potential, are you willing to do what is necessary, right? When's the last time you've been to a bookstore? Do you have a business coach? Are you coachable? Are you going for your dreams? I can go on and on and on, but here's the truth. I know I sabotaged me for a long time and I'm done. I am out of the sabotage business. I am no longer gonna cripple me. And so what I wanna do right now is to come to be your uh, um, life jacket, right? I wanna be your life preserver to understand that you gotta stop sabotaging you. And the way you do that is by, by stopping dreaming and hoping and not having a coach or someone's going to mentor you and help guide your journey so that you can reach your potential. Michael Jordan would not be Michael Jordan without Phil Jackson. The truth is great players have great coaches. You'll almost never see a great player who did not have a great coach. It goes hand in hand. Mom and dad were your first coaches. 
You might say, well, Walter, you know, they, they don't sound like your parents. Here's the truth. You either learn what to do or what not to do, but either way you learned. The truth is nobody's perfect and nobody's had a perfect life, but it is your job to reach your potential. And I just came on here today to inspire you, to motivate you, to make sure that you have a coach and a mentor. Make sure that coach and mentor has a methodology, a process or a system, and make sure you buy into the methodology, the process and the system, and be patient with yourself until you get the result that you desire. That's the formula. That's how you reach your potential. And that's how you're gonna to have to burn every day, all day until your dreams come true. What did I tell you? The, fin the finish is there. We'll see you next week for the burn. Thank you so much, Walter. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. This episode of the burn podcast is powered by bennewmancoaching.com. Your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to bennewmancoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.